We invite you to join us on our hunt for all things spooky. We're here for the tricks and the treats. I'm Elise. And I'm Haley. And, and this, this is, is Easy, Easy Bake Coven. All right. Here we How's are. Things, how are things with you? How's your busy life? Um, it's pretty much just cleaning and, um, getting the house ready for random strangers to walk through it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you've done this before. It's, which is so fun during a global pandemic when other people's germs are the enemy. Totally. Yeah. So got that to worry about. Also have to worry about that. It looks good and it looks good. It looks so cute. Someone will buy it. I mean, like I, I don't want anyone to buy it. I know for me, but I want everyone to want to buy it for you. I know. I know. I'm stuck between I a rock and that. a hard place here. It's true. It's true. How are you? Uh, good. I don't know if you notice. There's someone sitting next to me tonight. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> uh, it's my. We're doing an episode on on doppelgangers tonight, and this is my doppelganger. <laughs> hopefully in a few years okay yeah jesus enough build up Haley. my mom is our guest of honor this evening guest of honor we've talked about Lori a lot and it seemed like it was time for people yeah people needed to know who she was yep yep Mm. yep Mm. i'm in canada this week because it's midwinter break so russell has no forest school and matthew had to fly to houston and i was like no, I won't be single parenting alone for a week. Don't blame you. And don't get opportunistic and think you're going to break into my house because by the time this episode comes out, I'll be home. <laughs> not you. Suckers. I mean, like the listeners in general. Yeah, not- <laughs> I already have. <laughs> so what, if I, what if I logged in tonight and you were just sitting on my couch? <laughs> that I should have done bit. that. that I'm so sad I didn't bit. do that. <laughs> that would Oh, yeah. So this is my mother, Lori, for those who are not aware of Lori. And she has she's a plethora of spookiness. Oh, totally. Just a library of terrifying tales around in these parts. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. It's a wonderful thing. I mean, I guess that this makes like this is our first listener stories episode like it's our first one like Corey shared some of her own experiences but she was kind of like educating us right tonight Lori's just going to educate us into how terrifying her life is (laughs) (laughs) in a good way in a great way (laughs) light a candle y'all aren't you lucky I didn't traumatize you as a child with Mm -hmm. my spooky stories well, I mean, never let go of your hand in the grocery store. I'll tell you that much for free. <laughs> she has, I want to believe, tattooed on her arm. So I feel like she had to have gotten that from somewhere. It was a little bit of a. No. Yeah. yeah I take no credit for that. <laughs> Speaking what? of, I, I know, I already know what you're going to say, but I want to hear it here as well. What do you think? I know of what you're going to cheese tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that she chose to get a tattoo of macaroni and cheese. Seems appropriate because it has been her life sustaining food. So, you know, what I'm could we 84% say? 84% mac and cheese at this point. We you think know. it's totally ridiculous. And when she's like 74 and she looks in the mirror, the cheese will look melty. Yeah. When I'm 74, I'm going to look like a leather handbag. I'm not super worried about how the tattoos are going to look. It's I just, just uh, hope that, like, 
leather my body mac and isn't cheese. sagging onto the ground. <laughs> we just shake our heads and say, well, she's a grown adult. Can we do I thought you were going to say she's a grown ass woman. <laughs> I would love that. Too. I would love that. I would have yeah, preferred it. It's fine. <laughs> No. Oh, I love no, it. No, you do enough cussing for both of us. Well, <laughs> I learned it from someone, Lorianne. Uh, that is actually true. <laughs> <laughs> At least you admit it. She can't even deny it. <laughs> LOL. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually kind of funny because when they were little, uh-huh. I never cussed. And Gordy <laughs> didn't cuss. And then he started selling that. heavy trucks. And he started cussing all the time. <laughs> And Once I was he like, became a heavy truck salesman. Oh my gosh, you can't be cussing like that because, you know, they're going to pick that up. He said, I'm sorry, I don't even realize it. You know, I'm at work all day and, you know, that's how the truckers talk and, you know, it's F this and F that. And, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then one day I took the kids in there. I think they were selling the little girl guide cookies or something. Oh, yeah. And we go in and we're on our way down to the office and we could see the guy standing in his office cussing away, right? It was like, oh my gosh. So then... <laughs> They got a little bit older, and he cleaned up his mouth, and I adopted the trucker mouth. <laughs> and I don't trucker know, Lori. Serious. I didn't know that. Away. Yeah, you didn't know that? No, because you, you have a way filthier oh, mouth than Gord does. Oh, yeah, I'm the cusser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you picked it up from the truckers along I the way. So. Oh yeah. my god, I love yeah. that. I didn't realize you didn't know that. Oh, that I came by it very honestly. Oh, we're all learning something tonight. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, I found this story tonight that I want to share with both of you because Can't it's it. um, kind of unbelievable, but I love it. It's actually from January 29th, but that's, you know, it's like that's relatively ago, very so. recently. Yeah, totally. Time's now, not it's real a little anyway. confusing to me, so I might just read parts of the story as they're written by KENS5, which is this Texas news station. Oh, okay. Um, apparently Texas DPS sent out an Amber Alert for a Chucky doll. (laughs) (laughs) Like three different times they sent out this alert. So it was like something that malfunctioned in the system, but the alert listed totally a joke or like it was totally an accident. No, no, it it was an accident, but like, no, there's no one like owning up to it. And like, even (gasps) the pictures of the Chucky doll are on the Amber Alert. <laughs> oh my Do you think that it was like a template that they had as like a test oh thing and they accidentally God. made it live? I don't know. But it says the alert listed Chucky from Child's Play as a suspect. He's described as a 28-year-old with red auburn hair, blue eyes, stands at three foot one inches and weighs 16 pounds. <laughs> Chucky was described as wearing blue denim overalls with a multicolored striped long sleeve shirt and wielding a knife prior to his disappearance. Oh the alert also listed Glenn as an abducted child who is five years old, weighs six pounds, stands at two foot three inches, and also has red hair, auburn and blue, auburn hair and blue eyes. That is okay. Hilarious. So the the uh, the child that was abducted was two feet three inches, and the abductor was three foot one inches. Somebody <laughs> well, should have caught the, that. <laughs> well, the child who was abducted within, I guess, Chucky fan fiction is uh-huh. Chucky's son. Glenn is Chucky's son. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. So this so must have been like someone thing, was someone making was a joke or somebody, like yeah. yeah. I wonder if they got hacked. I don't know. It says this alert is a result <laughs> of a test malfunction. We apologize for the confusion this may have caused and are diligently working to ensure this does not happen again. <laughs> I hope it, it does. sent out three separate times <laughs> to subscribers. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Can you imagine getting that and being like, 
They like, fucking wait. Me? What? <laughs> <Is Chucky> real? <laughs> Do they not know? I know. Like, how did who it must be like? Go out three. You times? know when you like build like a fake profile for something just to like make sure it works. They must have just like right. plugged yeah, in totally. like as like Lorem Ipsum or whatever. They must have just like plugged in Chucky as like the Chucky test Ipsum. person. <laughs> yeah. but then somebody sent it out. Oh my god, that is so. Funny. Oh, so there's our news for the day. That's the cute version of when they sent out that alert to all those people in Hawaii and told them that missiles were coming. Oh, remember that? Yes, oh my god, yes. I forgot about Deb that. Deb and Franco were there. Really? Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. Like that's Horrible. terrifying. This is the yeah. funny version of that where it's like it's probably it's probably <laughs> uh-huh. a joke, right? No one gets hurt. Like it's yeah. fine. But it's, it's cute. Like a uh-huh. yeah. mm-hmm. murdering doll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So. I, I know how we missed that. Thank you for bringing that I to know. our attention. Mm. You're welcome. <laughs> all you <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yes, us and all of our friends at home. <sighs> All of our spooky friends. So what are we getting into tonight? So tonight our theme is um, no one is safe anywhere. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, as Great. per usual. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mom has a really terrifying uh, home intruder story. And I never heard oh. it somehow. So like, you talking about me sitting inside your house on your couch when the webcam would be actually very fitting. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, really? Um like somehow I never heard this story and she starts like talking about it I don't know like a few months ago like yeah I remember I told you blah 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 and I was like what the fuck I never remember this yeah so it's like the one thing that you withheld you're like this is too much oh there's um, so many other things I withheld Okay, good. Well, I can't wait to get into all of them. One time my dad told me, and I don't think he remembers this, but he was like, Elise, there are things about me you will never know. And I was like, <gasps> I must know. Rick, did you kill a man? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> what is it? Oh, that's hilarious oh and terrifying. Rick. No, I think yeah. about that from time to time. Well, like, uh-huh. What secrets <laughs> do you hold, Richard? <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> um you got to go through all those private papers. <laughs> Jesus. <I know. laughs> okay. <laughs> you two are on the same page. Psych. <laughs> so, you want to uh, take it away, Mother? Okay. So, well, and the here's the funny thing. I never thought about it the way that you reacted when I told you the story. <laughs> Which is like, you so, almost died? Oh, boy. Well, no. So, I'll say that at at the end oh of yeah the like story. the angle yeah yeah, 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 yeah what yeah. you said and then yeah. I, and then i was like oh man uh-huh. i thought we were scared then but maybe we should have been more scared yeah, well 100 percent. however scared you were you should have probably been more scared <laughs> set the scene for us yeah tell us everything so i was 20 living in a suburb of los angeles um with my mom and uh a kid brother he was nine years old i think i think i'm 11 years older than him eight or nine years old and we lived in, you know, uh, a nice subdivision, track housing, so like every fifth house was the same. Um, and we had uh, two master bedrooms in our house. So uh, it was a split-level home, so you went in and you were in the living room, and there was a set of stairs that went up, like seven or eight steps, and then there was the kitchen, the dining room, the master bedroom, some other bedrooms, and then you went down like 15 stairs, and there was a basement so like a rec room Mm. and then another bedroom and a laundry room anyway so um I was working full-time and my mom and I were basically kind of sharing the house I was paying rent and 
Whatever. Like you were helping with the mortgage. Yeah, I was thing. helping, you know, with expenses because I had a good yeah. full-time job. I wasn't going to college. I had, I was not doing that so that I could help. Um, and she was really, really active in um, Los Angeles politics. She was a, a staunch Republican and really involved in Can you believe Ronald that? Reagan's, That's where I came from. Um, <laughs> I know. Can't believe anyway, it. No, no, she loves much. Nixon, yeah. so that's well, a whole other episode. Anyway. She's senile. She what can you say? Just kidding. Got right. I love you. Downtown. Oh, and I should say, so I had a master bedroom upstairs, and she had the master bedroom downstairs. And um, her... And where's Jeffrey's room? So Jeffrey's room was... Down the hall on upstairs. the upstairs, yeah. And we had a girl staying with us who actually was um, uh, part of her best friend's family that lived here in Canada. Um, and she was staying with us. She was that's how you met dad, or nineteen. Yeah, that's how I met Gordy um, Haley's oh, okay. dad through them. Um, she was eighteen or nineteen, and she had been downtown that night. And my mom had been downtown that night at a, I think it was like a political fundraiser or something. Oh, okay. She was at. And her, Here's her first mistake. Her boyfriend, eventually <laughs> her husband, long, long, long time partner, 40 years, um, was with her, but he met her there. So she came home and he stopped to get gas. But, you know, we, I didn't know this. Anyway, I was asleep in my bedroom and uh, our dogs were barking because she had pulled in the driveway and was coming in, and the dogs woke me up. And my like this is like late at night. Yeah, yeah. This is oh, like one o'clock in the morning or oh, something. Like mid- oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And my long, long time boyfriend that I'd had since I was a sophomore in high school was there. He lived far away, so he stayed the weekends. And mm-hmm. so we were asleep in my room, and the dogs were barking. I woke up. And, um, and then I heard the door open and my mom come in. So she came up the stairs and then I heard her go down the stairs. So I thought, okay, my mom's home. And I figured, assumed that her boyfriend was with her. Um, and then a couple minutes later, the door, uh, the, the dogs stopped barking. And then the door opened up the front door and somebody came up the stairs and came and knocked on my bedroom door. So I heard, knock, 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 knock. And I said, who is it? And there was no answer. Um, so right. I thought, okay, well, it's not my mom, because I heard her come in. She went downstairs. Merritt wouldn't come to my door. Maybe it's Pam, the girl that was staying with us. Maybe she was drinking and, yeah. you know, whatever. Disoriented so, or something. So then, knock, 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 knock. And I say, who is it? No answer. So then I'm like, okay, what's going on? And then knock, knock, knock again. And I said, and your door was locked, right? My door was locked, which is so weird because I didn't oh, usually lock God. my door. But for whatever reason, I had locked my door. Hmm. And maybe and they were the kinds of doors that when you shut them, you twisted the handle and it locked. Oh, yeah. So I may have just oh, yeah. shut the door inadvertently and inadvertently it. locked it because I didn't usually lock my door. Because of satanic intervention to protect you. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially if my mom wasn't home because <laughs> of Jeffrey, right? In case he right, you know, right. was sick or whatever, right? Like needed you in the night. So, yeah, if he needed me, you know, because I was looking after him that night. So anyway, um, this third knock, and I said, who is it? And a man's voice says, open <gasps> the door. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's going on? Oh, my God. And so I ran from my bed, and I grabbed the phone, 
picked up the phone because I was going to call the operator. I don't even know if we had 911 in those days. This is the You are early... very old. Yeah, I know. This is like 80. I'm like, I didn't or... even know there was a time when there didn't was a exist in the 80s. I don't know if we had it. Yeah. Are you well, from like 1880? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. What? Nice. You're very what? nice. <laughs> Wait, but anyway. I'm surprised. No, we are not nice. I'm <laughs> and I'm Wait, but so you had you were light. You were lucky to have like a landline in your room. Like, what yeah, if you hadn't yeah. had a phone? Well, because it was a master bedroom, there was a landline. Oh, in my room. I don't want to yeah, be rude. Right, Did right. cordless phones exist? And then? she had no. We didn't have cordless phones then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Paul. So, yeah, so you're yeah. really lucky that yeah. you had two masters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and she had a bed uh, phone in her bedroom, so I picked up the phone to call, and she was on the phone, and the operator oh. was saying, you know, um, okay, we've got the we've got the police on the way. Um, oh, so she knew she she heard him too. Because what happened was, I found out later, she had gone to the bottom of the stairs when she heard him come in, thinking it was Merritt, and she was going to ask him to bring her a glass of water. And uh-huh. she saw the man go to my door, and knew immediately <gasps> that he didn't belong there. So she just ran back downstairs to so call, she ran to back call downstairs the operator. She ran back downstairs to call the oh my operator. God. So <sighs> she's on the phone, and the operator is saying. Do you have anything to defend yourselves? Do you have a gun? Do you have a knife? And she said, no, we don't have anything like that in the house. Do you have a baseball bat? And she said, no. You know, we don't. She said, you need to stay in your locked room. And I'm screaming, but my brother is down the hall. And we can oh hear God. this person walking through the kitchen <gasps> oh, and Goose down the hallway and right. going in the other bedrooms. We hear him and go how in my brother's is, bedroom. Uh, he's like how, eight. He said he was 10 or 11? He's, no, oh he's my God. like eight or nine. Eight. Oh so my God. we heard him go in there. And then we heard him come back out and then we could hear the sirens. And she said, <gasps> you know, we've got helicopters coming. And then she's saying, okay, they're on Donosa. They're on Mescal. She's saying the exact streets that the cops are on and we can hear the, the sirens coming. And then she said, and we've got a helicopter on the way and we can hear the helicopter coming. And then LA we, in the eighties, man. Yeah. And we heard the guy yeah. come back past my room, go back down the stairs and go out the front door and start up his car and drive away. And what? so we were screaming. I think he just went out. We got, but we didn't know if he took my brother. So we're <gasps> oh just screaming. Like, I think he's gone back out the door. And she's saying, okay, the police are on. And then by this time, the um, helicopters come. And the lights were so bright that the, the backyard was like daylight. And you could oh see the God. two dogs laying in the grass, like on their side, like passed out and <gasps> not doing anything. Like what the hell? What did he do so, to the dogs? Well, they're alive. Don't worry, they were alive. Yeah. I mean, they're not alive okay. now. This okay. was in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, think that they are everlasting dogs. Drugged them. Yeah, yeah. He drugged the dogs. So, oh my anyway, god. Um, he went back out. The police arrived, and we heard them all. Pull, and you hear all the screeching as they're pulling up, and the right. sirens are going. And they're saying, "You need to go to the door and let them in. You need to go to the door and let them in." And I was like terrified to open up the door. Right. So what if he was out there? He opened up the door and he ran down and let them in, and they came flying in the house. And it was the wait. Yeah, wait. Hold on. Pause. What is your boyfriend doing this whole time? That there's (laughs) a man in the house. Is your boyfriend just like cowering in the corner? No, 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 no. As soon as they, as soon as the guy said, "Open the door," he said, "Who the hell are you?" Or something okay, like good. that. Right? Okay. He, All no, right. He, said he was defensive. Right okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Right away. Um, <laughs> okay. Just anyway, making sure. I, just, I yeah. was like, let and, me clarify. <laughs> and I didn't say anything more. But so the cops came in and it was just like in the movies. 
they had their guns drawn and they were oh literally God. like going around every room, you know, like busting over and, you know, with the guns drawn and, you know, and flying open the doors. And then they went into my, and we're going, go, you know, my brother's room. And they went in there and he was sound asleep in his bed. <gasps> he hadn't oh even woken up. So that was the great thing. Thank God. So they had us all, you know, come out and we you know, all sat down on the couch and, you know, they cleared the house and did all that. And then sat down with us. And I mean, we were freaking out. Like, I can't even uh-huh. describe how uh, traumatized we You know how else we you were. can tell this is the 80s? Because they came to your house so quickly and with such yes. force. Like, yes. I feel like today, mm-hmm. if you were like, there's a man in my house, they'd be like, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. Like, you, don't, you don't have a gun? <laughs> Why don't you have a gun? I'll send yeah. one cop car and uh, yeah. we got a rookie. They, they would have been like, how do you not have a gun? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so when they sat us down on the couch, we were like, you know, what was he doing here? Why was he here? And the and the police officer said, I don't want to scare you, but you oh, need no. to realize this was not a robber. He was not <gasps> here to take your silver. He was here to take something, but it wasn't your tangible possession. Oh, my God. Right? And it was like, what a oh horrifying thing to say. Yeah. And, and so he, he was like, okay, you know, you need to get extra locks, blah, blah, blah. And the thing is, normally... When my mom came in, she would have locked the door because Pam right. had a key. I had a key. But because Merritt was right behind her, like literally oh, right behind her. Right. She thought, he's five minutes behind. I'll leave the door unlocked. Right. You know, he'll come in. Yeah, totally natural. And this guy literally came in just moments behind my mom. So we figure he probably saw her get in her vehicle somewhere and then followed her home. You know, she was a... Beautiful, you know, looking middle- woman by herself yeah. at 1 a.m. Middle-aged lady. Um, but I feel like he had, I mean, it almost seems like he would have planned this before because he knew there were going to be dogs. He drugged the dogs. He knew maybe. how to get in. Like, Or he did this on a regular basis and just was looking right. for his Yeah, had the stuff victim, with him. You know, yeah, yeah sure. who knows? So anyway, they said, um, listen, do you have any weapons? And I said, well, I have a gun. But it's at my cousin's house, you know, like a town over. And he said, I think you need to go get that gun. And oh so God. I went, because I had gotten a pistol for my 12th birthday. But when, <laughs> I know, when we, we lived that's on a ranch. That's another story. I know, that's another 1980. story. 1980. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was 75. <laughs> but we 75. lived on a ranch. And um, <laughs> when we came to live with my aunt, after my dad passed away, we she didn't want the guns in the house. So they went to my uh-huh. uncle's house. So I went the next morning and I got the gun. And I went to, I think it was Kmart at the time. There was no Walmart, I don't think. And I <laughs> went in and I said, <clears throat> yeah, I need some ammunition. And the guy goes, well, what kind of ammunition would you like? And I said, I can't imagine shopping people. at a Kmart for ammunition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Good for and the you. Guy goes, no, the guy goes, no, you don't want to tell me that because now I can't sell you any ammunition. <laughs> and I Go said, to well, the let next me, Kmart. Let me tell you what happened to us last night. And, he, and I said, and he goes, here you go. This is exactly what you need. Blah, 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 blah. So I got <laughs> wow. my ammo and I brought my gun home. And we all slept in my room for probably, I don't know, a week or 10 days. All of us I on the same you. bed. My mom and my brother and me um, every night. And, you know, just. And then remember what you told time. me about um, they figured that he 
went up the stairs and he was knocking on your door because he figured, oh, that's the master bedroom. Yeah, so this yeah. woman oh, who just came home by herself probably yeah. came home into that bedroom. Figuring that maybe he was familiar with the subdivision or... Or like maybe, like you said, his track home. homes. Yeah, yeah like he's been he knew, there one before. Yeah. Did you ever find out anything about him? Like, was there nothing. any... Okay. Nothing. So this is the other so, angle, which I have not done mm-hmm. enough research on. Well, so my So my mom's telling me this thing. story and I was like, what year is this? She's like, I think it was like 82... 82 I was like mom you know the fucking Golden State Killer was in Southern (gasps) California in 1982 everywhere isn't that like yeah the only thing is that it doesn't really follow his MO because he would like I mean I'm sure I'm sure that there were some sort of crimes of opportunity that he committed but he really meticulously planned his crimes and he would Uh go break into the house earlier in the day Oh my god you should have checked like under your couch he would hide rope and stuff in the house and then break back in in the middle of the night and use the rope and like use whatever do you know Haley? in the 80s did you ever find rope under your couch that you couldn't count for (laughs) yeah well maybe he wasn't counting on two adults being in both floors of the house and your boyfriend being there in the 80s how far was he into his murder career like was it was that early on could he not it was like uh I think he was like well established. Like it was a number of oh, years. Okay. But what's crazy okay. is like he was in that area. Yeah. He was in yeah, that area. And I had crazy. Really 1982. thought about anything like that. And like, I was like, Mom. And then when she said, <laughs> Because that, when like, she's oh telling me the story and she's like, We're telling the operator, like, Jeffrey's room is down the hall. I was like, fucking go like tackle this guy. Like what? Like what if well, you, you know me? You know what's so weird is that it's easier said than done. Before that I said right. that I could right. never ever shoot somebody. And that night, had I had the gun when he said, open the door, I would have shot right through the door. Yeah, and I, I you. and I knew you could just tell by I his voice. Have, like, you, you, I you knew, just knew something he was... was up to no good, but also because of Jeffrey. If it had only been my yeah. mom and me, and we knew that we were both behind locked doors, we had the police coming, that would have been one right. thing. But the fact that my brother was down the hallway and there was nothing to protect him, I would have shot right through the door. I would not even have hesitated. And I knew that at that moment that I would have shot through the door. It was, wow. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I could never it's shoot, also, you know, somebody that I knew or right, anything like that. Right, but, but that man when was there When your family's in us. danger. Yeah. yeah, you could just tell. Like, it's also really creepy that he just, like, walked back down the hall, was like, oh, the cops are coming. I guess I'll get out of here. Like, not even yeah, running, just heard like, well. Yeah, I'm sure he heard the sirens. Plus, I'm sure he probably heard us on the phone because we were, right. you know, frantic, right? So... The fact that he drugged oh, the man. dogs is such a creepy detail <gasps> to me. Yeah. So, yeah, how did that resolve? Did they just wake up, like, mm-hmm. later on? Mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Wow. And the, the cops said that they figured the dogs were probably drugged. Yeah. It was wow. it was terrifying. terrifying. So do you think, how do you think that's affected you later on in life? Like, do you still, do you feel like you still hold on to trauma from that? Or did you kind of let it go? Or? No, I think I let it go. But I'm always ultra careful about locking doors. I'm very mm-hmm. conscious about the house doors being locked. And I, you know, I maybe wasn't so much back then, but I always, and when the kids well, were and, little, um, I was very. Remember when you worked at the mall and you had to do the bank deposits yeah, at night? Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. They, they had us, they wouldn't let us park near the doors. Right. When mom came to Canada, mm-hmm. she got a yeah, job working in this uh, like big mall. By yeah. Her, and by I was house. a store manager and they wouldn't let us park near the doors. But everybody knew that we took our bank deposits that at night out to the bank, which was across the street. 
So oh. we're all going out to our car and driving with money, thousands of dollars, Oh, my right? God. Yeah. And so sometimes Gordy would come up um, if there was no security guard that would. And, and finally, I just said, I'm parking. My, and they said, well, we're going to get your car towed. And it was so funny because actually they did tow my car once. And Can you believe that? They, yeah. The mall security no. said, yep. you can't park that close yep. because that's where customers go. And, and was, mom's like, but then you need to escort me to my car every night. And they were like, that's not a service right. we can provide. It was Christmas time and we were taking thousands and thousands of dollars. And that was the perfect time for somebody to rob you. Right. And so Gordy said, no, no, you're parking near the door. So I parked Good. near the door and they towed my car. But what was so funny is they thought it was going to teach me such a lesson. But because... Our business used that tow service all the time. When Gordy phoned and said who he was, they didn't charge us anything, and they brought the car back. <laughs> so, so afterwards, the guards were like, "Oh yeah, like what, what did that cost, cost you?" <laughs> Mom's like, "Well, do you know who like my husband nothing. is? It cost me nothing. <laughs> said, it didn't cost me anything." <laughs> but like, I wonder if that having that experience like informed you later in your yeah. life, where you're like, "Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to take unnecessary risks." Yeah, and well, know? and I think I've always, and Haley would know this, but I was never one that like. You know, I didn't go to the grocery store at night, right? I ran my mm, errands during mm-hmm. the day. I didn't ever, and one of the things that I said when they were younger was I was worried about um, being attacked or being raped or something like that and having it affect me so much emotionally that I couldn't parent. And oh, I yeah. was really, and I thought how much I would beat myself up if I had put myself in a situation. And I'm not victim blaming or anything like that. No, yeah. But if I had put myself in a situation where it was more probable like going yeah. to the mall at night or going to a grocery store at night or whatever, then I would have beat myself up for that forever. So yeah. I just didn't do that. I was always hyper aware mm. that I needed to do things that could put me in a situation in the daylight, right? Right. Um, who, yeah. you know. um, who got like accosted by um, Clifford Olson? Oh, um, so Clifford Olson was here. Clifford and, Olson was a serial killer in Canada. Have you mm-hmm. heard of him before? Oh, I've never heard of him. You should and do an episode the, on this. Yeah, we'll cover him one yeah, day. Yeah, oh, and Willie like Pickton. Really gross. And the yeah. pig um, farmer. Yeah. yeah the pig, that's Willie Pickton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Canada's history, not as light as we might. We so might Clifford know. Olson used no. to meet um, people at the mall and tell them that he had a job offer like a job prospect for them and get them to go with them. And that's how he just like them. random people. Yeah. Teenage teenagers. And oh. so the same girl this is the 80s, right? that was, yeah. The same girl that was staying with us in California, one of her friends, um, I believe it was her, maybe it was somebody else that I worked with, but one of their friends was at the exact same mall that I worked at and was abducted by him. Um, <sighs> you know, because allegedly he had a job for them. So, Oh, she was abducted. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Did she die? I believe so, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I thought it was wow. just like she had a close call. I didn't realize Oh, it. I don't think so. I think I think that's how she got taken. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. This goes back to the moral of our story, always, which is trust no one. Well, and trust don't your gut. Don't talk to anyone that's a trust stranger. Your trust your gut. Trust Get your gut. Get a security system on your house. And have you know, I was little like turrets set up where you could <laughs> yes, shoot at anyone turrets. coming down your driveway. Exactly. <laughs> Each week I expand on my isolationist perspective. Oh my totally. I was talking no. to someone, I don't remember who it was, about a story. I don't even know what we were talking about, but I was basically talking about how I, you know, felt kind of sketchy in a situation and needed to trust my gut and yada, yada, yada. And they said, 
I think you've been watching like too much true crime. Like you need to just like <laughs> literally you know, no calm down. Thing. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like I'm that's the how one they get lives. you. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like, this true crime is crime. Well, would you rather so, err on the side of overly cautious yeah. or err on mm-hmm. the side of getting murdered? Well, exactly. I think, I think too that it, you know, if you trust your gut, um, I mean, we we know of things that trusting our gut is prevented, right? Yep. It, We'll get we'll get into it. Yeah, we're gonna do a premonitions episode. Day, yeah, like you know, we know things that trusting your gut has kept you from. Like, thank God you didn't go and answer the door. Yeah, you know, when you hear a knock on the door, instead of saying, like, I don't know, if if you had a friend staying with you, you might have been like, oh, was it Pam? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, Pam's coming. Like, Pam's home. Whatever. Right. But like, thank God that you were like, what? Who is it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't think I realized that my door was locked. Oh, and I should have said that. After I said, who is it? He tried the door <gasps> handle. Or, or oh, he tried no. the door handle before he knocked on the door. When, when, the door he handle tried the jiggle. door yeah. handle. Yeah, yeah. And you could hear it, that he was trying to get in. Yeah. Don't like yeah. that. Which is so, yeah. 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 So I really do wonder if it was the Golden State Killer. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, but, I know there were a lot of serial w- killers in LA in the 80s. I feel like this is a very, um, this statement I'm about to make could be, uh, people might not like it. Inflammatory. Um, it might make it kind of cool if it wasn't the Golden State Killer. (laughs) (laughs) I survived the Golden State Killer. I'm going to get you a sweatshirt. We should make t-shirts. Sorry, everyone. That was very intense. No, I thought, I thought like, oh, should we cover, like, should I cover the Golden State Killer tonight too? And I was like, first of all, that's going to be like a seven part series. I know. There's like so much to cover. There's so much to cover. We've had like a dark few weeks, so probably not the best idea. And then also, I don't feel like putting in that much work right now. <laughs> Same. Like one day when I have less on my plate, but it's so not happening this week. Let's interview mom. So like, let's interview mom and like, let's just probably get into her the trauma. State killer. Yeah. yeah, she can unpack that. She can do the emotional labor for us. Yeah. So then when yeah. we were talking about this and just like I don't know how insane LA LA was in the eighties, mom was like, "Well, I mm-hmm. told you about." Auntie Melanie's story from like babysitting, right? I was like, what is your life that you have all these stories? Do you want to tell it? Do you want me to tell it? You could tell it. Yeah. So then I messaged Auntie Melanie and I was like, can I share your story? She was like, you have oh, my permission. Awesome. So this would have been the late 70s? Yeah, because I was in high school. Melanie was probably in high school too. So yeah, she graduated in 78. So probably 77. So she was like babysitting kids in an apartment building. And it sounds like it's an apartment, like where they all exit to the outside, you know, oh, like, okay. like, like yeah, ground floor like, or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So she like the kids are asleep and she fell asleep on the couch watching TV and just woke up to the sound of a crash. And oh, no. like she said, all she remembers is waking up to this like crashing noise and looks and there's a shirtless man. <gasps> who has just cracked through the window and his head is just sticking in the window of the apartment. And she said he looked what? crazed. Yeah, like she said a crazed man just like broke through the window and she said she just remembers waking and up stuck his head in. to the sound of breaking glass everywhere and looking up and there's just Hell an insane no. shirtless man staring at her. Yeah, and she said he looked like 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 he was insane. Right? He, he must just, have been on drugs. Oh his God. face was just crazy. Yeah, he's like meth. And it's funny because didn't she say in her um, to you that she doesn't remember what happened after she that? She said that like yeah, she doesn't really remember like what but happened. But I remember when what? she came home 
that what she did was she just started screaming bloody murder at the top of her lungs, and that scared him, and he ran away. And she said because wow. it was an apartment building, the crash, like everyone heard it. So I she think said it was her screams, right. too. probably, or her, right. her screaming. So she said, like within a minute, all these people came outside and were like, "What the hell is going on?" And she said, "Someone else must have called the police." I don't think it was me because I was in like a daze, like I just woke oh up my and like, God. yeah. And I was like, "What happened after?" She's not really remember. I'm like, I wonder if her brain kind she of she never blocked. wanted to babysit again. Is what? Yeah, happened she said. After. She said I was totally traumatized <laughs> yeah. and I refused to babysit. She didn't babysit again after, after that. that. Yeah. She oh said, my. No way am I going back to that building. I was like, um, I bet. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This is not scary, but it reminded me of a story of my friend Katie. Not the Katie you know, but another Uh Katie from Skagway. Uh Um, She, you know, Skagway is just like a small little town. It's like 900 people year round. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's only two miles long. So there's only so many houses that can fit in this little town. And everyone pretty much knows everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's a big party town. Like in the summer, people are drinking and it's getting a cool drunk, town. drunk and high. Yep. Yeah. We had fun. There. And so, yeah, it's very fun. <laughs> so, one night, Katie told me that, or I guess it was the morning, she has two daughters, and they, one of her daughters, Frankie, came into their room. And she said, Mama, there's a guy on the couch. And she was like, what are you talking about? No, there's not. And she said, yeah, there is. And Frankie was, I think, like four at the time or something like that. Oh, my God. And so they walk outside into the living room. And yeah, there's just a random man. (gasps) I think he was just like in boxers or something, like sleeping. He's just drunk and like wandered into their house and passed out. Yeah. And they said it was so scary, especially that like Frankie had discovered them. Oh, like, yeah, that could have gone really wrong. Right. He yeah. pulled a Robert and I Downey think- Jr. Did, that, did RDJ do that? Yeah, yeah. When he was using what? drugs heavily, yeah. Yeah, look it up. I didn't know he that. went into somebody's house and I think went to sleep. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. The power of drugs, man. That's, that's when they knew that he had a problem. Mm. <laughs> Although it would be one thing I'd if say. Robert Downey Jr. was asleep on your couch. <laughs> and another thing <laughs> if like, some huh. random dude. I'm like, hey, <laughs> hi. Mm. Do you want hey, breakfast? Robert. Do you want to for breakfast? <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> uh, I Can I make so. you pancakes and talk about your role of Iron Man? <laughs> no. This is a few years before. Iron Man. done Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> but I'm talking about if it happened to me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if Bruce Springsteen wow. happened to be on the couch, Lori, when we I got all up. know that you would leave our family for Bruce Springsteen. You've made that abundantly clear. <laughs> if he was on my couch, I would think. Oh, Literally, right now, my laptop is sitting on a Bruce Springsteen book. <laughs> <laughs> Barack Obama. Wow. <laughs> That's true. My two dream men, Obama yep. and Springsteen. Yep. On one on either side. <laughs> like just arms wrapped around imagine? me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I I immediately imagined because we were talking about sleeping that you were all in bed together and you were on either side of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my mind went. <laughs> And Haley's hilarious. Oh my god, Lori. Like, oh you're so bad. You're married. So are you. <laughs> Yeah, but my husband doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say whatever I want. You're Neither my Neither does your dad. <laughs> I told you, we played like the John Bonet episode for him, and he goes, You could turn this off now. It's making me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Thanks for your undying support, Dad. Really appreciate that. Love you, Dad. He's watching hockey downstairs right now. He didn't want to be a part of this, oh, believe it or how not. Whole, how pure. So Canadian. Just a, just a wholesome Canadian. Hey, the Canucks are playing the Kraken, so. Yeah. This is, oh. this is a win win. Whoever wins, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I love that. So then when my mom and I were talking about this, I was thinking about like, I don't know, home intruder situations in my own life. Naturally. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And also, this I is didn't. so weird. Like, one, just totally, like, as a sidebar, when I lived in Southern California, I, so, like, I lived in a sorority house. I mean, like, it wasn't a uh-huh. quote unquote sorority house because those are against the law in the town where I lived. If more than um, five women lived in a house that was considered a brothel, that was a law what? from the 1890s that they didn't get rid of oh because God. they didn't want sorority housing on campus. Isn't that so funny? Oh, my God. That's so, um, yeah, like, technically, when friends would stay, we'd be like, oh, I guess we're a brothel tonight. <laughs> Because <laughs> there was like always fo- things like are gonna get crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, but I so I lived in a house of Gamma Phi's, and then next door was a house of Alpha Phi's, like also another sorority, and it was also like four or five girls. And a guy tried to break into their house one night while we were all home, and like <gasps> oh next thing you know, the police like the girls came and knocked on the door on our door, and the police were there, and they were like a guy just tried to break in, and like was like trying to get the door open like jingling oh at the door God. and luckily it was locked so they're like just make sure you lock your doors and then later that night the police found him at the grocery store like in a grocery store parking lot and that came and picked up the girl who had been on the other side <gasps> of the door from him and drove her there and like f- and like shone their headlights on him and so that she could identify him and she was like badass oh and she was like yeah i'll go identify him right on and so they caught him wow. but i don't know i mean I don't know that they did anything, but it was kind of scary because I lived in the back house. I lived in the garage that had been uh-huh. turned into like a little like bedroom with a little bathroom. Um, so I had to like go out the back by myself at night. Like oh, we man. would all hang out and like watch TV or whatever in the house. And then I had to like go out into my little, I called it bag end. Your back house. You know, like, uh-huh. like um, Bilbo Baggins house. Uh-huh. But because I lived in a house full of Americans that didn't like Lord of the Rings, they called it Baghdad. Because <laughs> they <laughs> thought that's what I called it. <laughs> <laughs> so I like so I had American. to like go out there by myself at night, like the night after some mm-hmm. guy had tried to break in next door. Uh-uh. Hello, no Stella. one offered to walk with you. Yeah, so literally, uh, like I don't remember if that's right after I got Stella or if I had Stella at the time. I no, I think I had Stella, and then that's right around when my landlords tried to kick her, or they did kick her out. Oh, and yeah. I was like, someone literally, like you, I don't need to, to install yeah. a security system here or let me keep mm-hmm. this dog because I don't feel safe. Like someone tried to yeah. break in next door and he was like banging and like pulling on the door trying to get it open. Oh my like, God. Did I tell you about, I told you about, I don't know, have we talked about this on the podcast? The time that um, the subway I worked in was broken into? Yes. I no. know I've told yeah, you yeah, that yeah, story, yeah, but yeah, did we yeah, tell did. the other uh-huh. people? Uh-huh. We did. You did. Mm-hmm. Well, so another time that subway was broken into at gunpoint, um, my boyfriend was working there at the time and he was held up at gunpoint at that same <gasps> subway. That is so scary. Well, no, I guess the other time was at a Delights. That was the ice cream store that was robbed when I worked there. This was at Subway. <laughs> oh, my and God. And they had cameras set up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy who worked there was just like, or the guy who ran it, the manager, mm-hmm. was, was such a little douchebag. He was oh. like, he, he was probably like five feet tall he was very short and he had like spiked hair that he tried to like make his self taller (laughs) seem taller and he drove around he was such a jerk he drove around this like little some little sports car and the license Mm -hmm. plate was too cool for you oh my god (laughs) doubt it with with numbers like two Uh and four um and so but he you know had all this money for this sports car and he'd like come in and like flaunt his shortness and at some point yeah, it's sub- yeah, yeah, like, do you want a subway? Like, do you want a footlong Dude, or is it going to be taller than you? Yeah. <laughs> Would you like a footlong to make yourself taller? Um, so he had all this money, but he wouldn't install working cameras. And so we got robbed at gunpoint. And my dad, who's obviously pretty protective, 
was like, well, he called him. He called the manager or the owner of this franchise to yell at him. And he said, if you don't install new cameras, I'm going to put signs all over my truck that say Subway doesn't care about their employees. They got rubbed at gunpoint and they don't install cameras. And I didn't know this, that my dad had done this. Mm -hmm. So I came into work the next day and my manager was like, Elise, like Chris is really pissed off that like your dad's like threatening and I was like what are you talking about I had yeah, right. no idea and I was so embarrassed obviously but did but they in install hindsight, cameras no oh man <laughs> oh my god no so and this was in yeah. like a really bad area of town I mean like it was I've talked about this before yeah. it was like an area that was like starting to become nice but it still had like a lot of drugs like very slowly yeah yeah mm-hmm. totally so but it's just so funny like my dad i'm gonna put on signs on my truck he still does that he did that when when ups lost my wedding dress he put signs on his truck and drove around saying don't work with ups work with fedex (laughs) i love it right on sweet dad that's amazing (laughs) protective papa bear yeah he's a a papa bear i like it um so the story that i was going to tell anyway so i when i was living in west seattle within the house that you and matt owned or yeah, yeah, in the house that we owned. Okay. We okay. had just bought our Vashon house, so we were going to rent out our West Seattle oh, house because yeah. we were like, we're going to keep our West Seattle house just in case we hate island life. I don't want to leave totally. the Seattle real estate game because we cannot afford to get back into it. Because um, at that time, you were like right. <laughs> moving <laughs> to Vashon and like knowing like, oh, we're leaving like the crazy real estate boom in <laughs> right. Seattle. Little did LOL. you know. Then a yeah. pandemic hit and everyone was yep. like, you live in paradise. I'm like, yeah, yep. fuck off. I know I do. I chose right. get out. But I don't want to be one of those people. Like, it's my island. Right. I've lived here for four <laughs> years. <laughs> I lived here for four months. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I listed our house for rent on like Zillow rentals and on Craigslist. And oh, Craigslist yeah. was a mistake. I shouldn't have done that because people Uh-oh. made like scam listings with our address and my photos. And like oh, no. one day someone like came by and was like, knocked and knocked on the door and I was like can I help you and he was like oh like the guy I've been emailing with about this house says no one lives here right now I was like the (gasps) what now he was Uh like are you like do you rent this house I was like I own this house he was like what I've been emailing back and forth with this guy who's gonna rent it to me for $1,500 a month and I think we rented it out for like $2,200 a month you're like so I was no like way. no maybe it was even a thousand like it was something where it was like laughably cheap yeah. like you should have known that's a scam right for a two-bedroom house you know right in, in West Seattle. Seattle yeah yeah and like it was nice like With all like, new done and, yeah. yeah like it was yeah like, yeah like it was an, it was a nice house um and he was like, oh, I've been emailing back and forth with this guy, but he's like in Africa right now on a missions trip. So he was going <laughs> to wire him the money and then he was going to mail me oh, the key. And I was like, God. son, you almost just got taken. You're so stupid. Oh, like That's a scam. What an idiot. So then I was like, I kind of regret putting our address on the internet because of that reason right. you know like that pe- like scam scammers were using it the same reason matt gets mad when i say you live down the street from a certain park <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> so we should broadcast our personal information for any weirdo on the internet to find out whoops Oops. no regrets <laughs> so i like i called the police non-emergency line and they were like there's nothing that we can do because no crime has been committed I was like, uh, I okay. beg to differ. <laughs> so I guess like once we find someone who's wired this guy $1,500, then you can do something about it. Right. Got chance. Anyway. What about identity fraud? Right. So it was like a few weeks before we were going to move out. And 
I got home from work. I was working as a hospice social worker. So I would like get home in the mid afternoon and then I would chart from home and make phone calls and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then Matt would get home. He would take the bus home later in the day. There was like a bunch of mail and there was like mail on the stoop, like, you know, packages. So I like brought it in and I didn't even like think about it. There was a box and I just opened it. It had our address on it. I didn't look at the name. I just assumed it was for me. I don't know why because I'm stupid. But it, had, it definitely had our address on it. So I opened it up and it was like all this ripped up mail. And I was like, oh, what weird. the hell is this? This is weird. It was like a bunch of like ripped up junk mail. And then there was a t-shirt. And I was like, who the fuck sent me this? Uh-oh. And I like pull open the and t-shirt. it was like wadded up, right? And there's a pistol in it. <gasps> and I was like, what? And I literally. Oh my God. <laughs> I Did you freaked. touch it with your bare hands? I touched the gun with <gasps> my hands and no. freaked the fuck out. Like, dropped the box onto the table. And, and ran like, outside, right? And just ran outside the house. Oh, I was like, God. I Good. can't even be in the same building. Maybe the murderers are in the gun. box. <laughs> I literally had never, I'd never touched a gun before. Like, I, you know, oh, wow. I would never have yeah. had a reason to touch a gun before. So I like, I was like shaking. I thought I was going to puke. Like, I, I just like. What's what is, in the box? What is happening? What is going on? What is going on? Why did someone mail me a gun? So I like run outside, sit down on the patio, like take a deep breath. And I think I didn't even call Matt. I just called the police non-emergency number, which was becoming a fucking trend in my life at that point. They're like, oh, is this Haley Dams? (laughs) Yeah. Like, no, Haley, we can't convict people for stealing the photos of your homeless thing. So I call the non-emergency line and I'm like, I like someone mailed a gun to my house. (laughs) Like, police operators are so incredible because the few times that I've had to call, they're so gentle with me and I'm always a fucking idiot. Like when I got in a a car accident, I called 911 and I totally my car it was like not horrific but like you know my airbag went off my my car was hit like my arm was all swollen because it got hit by the airbag like it was and I was in shock and I didn't know that I was in shock so I called 911 go 911 what's like what like what's your they didn't say what's your emergency um what like what do you need do you need oh do police you, fire you need police fire ambulance i said I, oh. I don't really i don't really know i don't know what i need and she goes what happened i said well i was driving east on 624th <laughs> avenue and i started describing the accident to her she goes honey were you in a car accident yeah yeah, yeah. i was in a car accident like precious Aww, woman i was so patient with my dumb ass i literally Aww. was in shock I, what happened like what do you need what yeah. happened i started describing the Aww. accident to her anyway so I call nine or I call the non-emergency number and I'm like, someone has mailed a gun to my house and I touched it with my hands. Oh There's my a God. gun inside. I'm outside on the patio. I don't really know. What I'm to not do. the murderer. <laughs> it wasn't me. My fingerprints are on the weapon. <laughs> I was set she up. Was like, I was set she up. She was like, okay, are you like, are you safe right now? I said, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just like super fine. So so fine. Chill. Totally fine. Like, yeah. Great. <laughs> I'm not freaking out. I'm sitting on my patio. I'm definitely breathing a lot. Like many breaths are entering my body. Totally fine. <laughs> I don't see any stars at all. <laughs> so she was like, "Okay, just hang tight. Like you, you, you can go back in the house if you want." But um, th- but then she gave me instructions about like, do not touch the weapon. Leave it inside. Don't like hold like, it up I to already the officer did, when bitch. they get there. I was like, I'm not gonna fucking touch it. But she was smart. Like you know, make sure like yeah. don't. <laughs> don't hold yeah. it with look a, officer look yeah, exactly mm-hmm. like a hold a gun up at an officer and they um 
an officer came it felt like very very quickly well, and then you phoned me while you're waiting did i yeah i <laughs> see yeah, i was, I was like, in oh shock. God. Like, i was oh like it's so blurry i don't remember i'm like i must have called oh, matt yeah. i must have called you yeah. i think i cried when i called matt I was just so like, oh, I bet. What is overwhelmed? Like, what's going on? Why like, would somebody mail? Why would me someone this? mail me yeah. a right. gun? Does someone want to so kill me? So did they me? come pick it up? So an officer came. She was like super chill. She was like a cool lesbian officer and was like, uh-huh. heard you uh, got a got a gun mailed to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. And I was like, like take you it know away. How you like want officers to like you and think that you're a good citizen yeah. because of mm-hmm. some stupid thing that's been like ingrained in, in us. So I was like, yes. thank you so much for your service, officer, and for like coming here today <laughs> to like assist me with this. Like, hope hoping for a peaceful resolution for all parties involved. She's like, what the fuck? This crazy. <laughs> Peaceful revolution. <laughs> like who even knows what I was saying, right? And um, and because of it's because of the way we brought you up because of Derek. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh my god, what if it's actually like not a gun? Because I like didn't really see it, and I like. <laughs> and I was like, I'm pr- I'm pretty Wouldn't sure that it's be a gun. Like, I'm pre- it's like a fucking microphone or something. So she goes inside. And she's like, do you mind if I go take a look? Gun. I was like, yeah, yeah. It's like on the table in there. Like I'm just gonna wait out here if that's okay with you. And she was like, yeah, that's fine so then she because it might um, just randomly go off if i'm inside right like i just want to hear it i was so freaked out and she comes back out she's like yep that's a gun i was like what kind of gun is it just like out of curiosity because my husband asked and i was like i don't know what guns are no idea it's a pistol i was like okay and she was like do you have any idea like and so then she like looked at the box we looked at the box together and it was someone else's name it was something jackson like a woman's name but my address and she was like do you have any like do you know this person i was like i have no idea who that is and i was like i'm so sorry i opened it I and just it wasn't saw the previous address. owner no it wasn't. it wasn't the previous owner and i told her like the information of the previous owner and i was like i literally have not a single clue like who that person is or why it would be sent here but i said i just recently posted my address online in like a craigslist ad because we're renting right. the house out so i don't know if that has anything to do with it like if someone just needed to dispose of a gun and they just wanted to like send oh my it God. far away or something but like it's weird that they put a name on it that was don't people usually name. like throw it into a river or a lake if they right. want to get rid of a gun right so then she gave me like a i think she gave me a case number or she gave me her card and um and then i got a call like within a few days oh, from really? a detective and he was like <laughs> I think he said something like, yeah, I heard you were like pretty shaken by the incident. (laughs) I heard you wouldn't go into your home. (laughs) And and at first he was like, I don't have anything for you, but I promise I'll keep you updated. And then he did call me back a few weeks later and he was like, "Um, yeah, we figured out who it's registered to. It's someone (gasps) in like Florida or something. It was a long ways away. Shocker. (laughs) You can say that. I can't because your phone is. I can't say that. (laughs) Um, But he said that it was involved in like a gang shooting. But I think he said that it was like someone had shot themselves in the foot or something. Like he said it was like a a self-injury, like mistaken discharge or something. I can't remember what he said. Um, Wow. And so he said, I think that they just wanted to get this gun. He said, I have no idea how it came to your house. He found one person by that name, the name on the box, but she lived in SeaTac, and she said that she had no history in West Seattle. She said she had no idea. He was like, she didn't have any previous previous addresses in West Seattle, you know, like, I guess, because he can wow. look at that kind of yeah. stuff. And she claimed that she had no idea. And he was like, I, I think she was telling the truth. I really, he was like, 
I don't think we're ever going to know why it ended up at your I'm house. I'm impressed that, that they like did so much due diligence about I know. this. I wonder if, because they're like, was this used in a murder? Well, or sure. Yeah. Right. You know, like was someone trying to get rid of Because can you imagine if there's some, somebody that they've arrested and they're trying to you right. know, get a murder? Yeah. yeah. And they've mailed, and, and this weapon was the, is the murder weapon. I mean, that would be right. huge that would have been so cool. to recover that, right? If they were like, you just saw Some DA somewhere Haley. is like, oh my God, the you Green just gave River us killer. literally the smoking <laughs> gun, right? Like, <laughs> literally. Oh, Instead, it was some idiot who shot themselves in the leg. Yeah. Man. Uh, it's very yeah, perfect it for this podcast. Freaky. And so then I, terrifying. like, now I feel like I can say this years later, because uh, I don't think the people who rented our <laughs> house listen to my podcast um i did not disclose that to the people who moved in like two weeks later that someone had just mailed a gun to the house i didn't post about it on social media i didn't tell anyone anything because i was like i don't want and now it's live on the internet yeah and now it lives on the internet but they but i said like is this something that i need to be worried about and he was like no 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 because i was like do i need to disclose this should we be worried he was like i really think some wires got crossed somewhere and your address just got put on the wrong package and like i don't Weird. think we need to worry about it like i don't think it has anything to do with you isn't that so crazy, crazy. that's so crazy um, and so your random. street was a number street right mm-hmm. so they could it, have just made up an address yeah or it very right. well could have been just the wrong number right maybe it was 25th instead of you know 74th you know what i mean like i almost just like recited my address on this podcast but it was my old address (laughs) so you can't get mad at me matt uh this feels like a really good segue to tell a story i've wanted to tell that uh i haven't really had the right place to tell but this is great because we're talking about mail and you know putting weird things in mailboxes Mm -hmm. and crime Mm -hmm. um have you heard the story about Ben and his next door neighbor's mailbox? Um, I remember like the vague details from like Secret okay. Burger Fridays. But I oh, okay, heard. okay. Okay, but I don't great. remember like I just remember like when you said, Oh, I'm gonna Bits tell like, XYZ. I just mm. remember like the headline, but I don't actually remember anything about it. So I got permission from Ben before this. I was like, Ben, can I tell the story? And he was like, mm, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> So my sweet husband grew up in Ohio in like this tiny town where there's literally nothing to do. And so he and his, you know, guy friends were just idiots who did, you know, dumb things driving through cornfields and, you know. Very Ohio. Yeah. There's actually like the trouble that you can get into in rural Ohio. Yes, exactly. Um, And, you know, they would like blow shit up and do whatever things Mm -hmm. boys do. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, relatively harmless. Yeah, relatively. They never harmed anyone else, maybe themselves, but never hurt anybody. (laughs) But this is the era of jackass. So all things considered, they came out. okay. They weren't robbing subways. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. They weren't weren't mailing mailing packages of guns. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Although this story gets a little close to that. <laughs> oh, no. So for pe- people listening, ben, you don't you know Ben. you Minx. I know. He's a well, sweet He's like angel. a very sweet, timid very angel. Quiet. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Very so intentional. So nice. Yeah, you you'll would, tell me these stories. Yeah, I'm like, what? You were a little shit? I love it. You're just a sweet he's little, little baby dimensional shit. Uh, side note, mm-hmm. he was dating this girl at one when he was in high school, and they had a very tumultuous relationship, and they were always fighting and breaking up and getting back together. And one night they were fighting and it was raining outside and he, in his emo state in high school, walked outside into the rain and said, God, just take me now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Benji, you little idiot. So he's a multidimensional human. Oh, my word. God love him. 
Corbin. So anyway, one night all of his friends were over and, you know, they'd stay up late like teenagers do, hanging out, doing dumb things. Mm-hmm. And um, they had gotten their hands on a fire extinguisher. <laughs> And so they're just like running around the yard, spraying each other, spraying the yard with this fire extinguisher and they're being loud. And so at one point, Ben's dad comes out and they ditch the fire extinguisher in a bush and Ben's dad, whose name is Tom, he's like, you know, half asleep and he's got his robe on and he's like, what, what are you guys doing out here? You need to be quiet. And then he looks around and he's like, well, it's kind of foggy out. (laughs) Because of the fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, yeah. They're like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird weather. Yeah, yeah, Harvest weather. moon. See you, dad. Yeah, that's weird. Strange. So he goes to bed and they, you know, finish up the fire extinguisher. And Ben said he's not sure why he did this, but he just for some reason thought he'd finish it, finish the extinguisher in the neighbor's mailbox. So he opens the mailbox, puts the rest of it in there, finishes it up. Because it's the most it teenage the boy thing to do. Totally. So this time also happens to coincide with the anthrax scare that was going through the country. Oh. (laughs) Next morning, Ben wakes up, he's getting ready for school, and he looks outside at his neighbors across the street, and he sees there's cop cars, there's people in full hazmat suits, and they're taking the mailbox and putting it into this bag and taking (laughs) it away. Because what would have been in there would have been powder. Right. Powder. Exactly. And so because people who are trying to poison people with anthrax would just take huge (laughs) bags of it and just billow it into a random (laughs) person's mailbox. Right. So it was like sent in the mail. Yes. Right. No, for sure. They, right. I guess they probably just thought, oh, maybe something exploded. Like, you know, there's right. so much anthrax. Wow. So no, Ben no, is no, like, no. oh, shit. So he goes to school <laughs> and his parents ask him, like, do you know anything about what's going on next door? And he's like, absolutely oh, not. I have no, no idea. What? What's going so on next door? So all day at school, he's like convinced the cops are going to come get him. They're going to arrest him. And, you know, he comes home. No one knows what's going on. And well, the mailbox is returned. You'd wonder if there was like powder around. You know, the grass right. where they were spreading right. it. You know what I mean? Like, right. there would be I know. residue everywhere. Totally. So, you know, he, <laughs> you know, doesn't admit to it until years later. And I think his dad actually found the fire extinguisher in a bush years later and was like, was this you guys? <laughs> oh, my God. He was so never, never caught. figured out that it was him. Oh, no. my gosh. No, no. You know, wow. I think they just analyzed what was in the mailbox they and realized like, oh. it was not anthrax. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, that is so no, funny. this is spent fire extinguisher residue. Yes. <laughs> you might want to investigate the teenage boys in your neighborhood. Exactly. Exactly. Doing the shit retarded? that teenage boys do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We all know some. Wow. One day I'm gonna have uh-huh. to deal with one in my own home. Yes. I know. You will. I don't look forward to it. My love. Did you have a fire extinguisher last night? Russell. Did you spray Lita's fucking mailbox with a fire extinguisher, you little shit? Right? So funny, eh? Little shit. <laughs> yeah. But you have to look forward Man. to it. I don't look forward to it. <laughs> Anything else like uh, spooky? You ever been You ever been home intruded? I have a... I don't know if we're almost out of time. I don't want to talk too long. But I have a weird story from when I was a really little kid. So we lived in Las Vegas, and we lived... You know how, like, you have alleyways? So we were the house that was on the alleyway. Is it like an alleyway that, like, you could drive through or no? No, you could just walk through. 
Okay. Um, okay. Like right. it had chain across it. You just walked through it oh, to get to yeah, like yeah. the other road, the mm-hmm. other street. So, and we had, it was, it was crazy time, right? My parents were split up and there was, you know, there's people coming yeah. in and out of our house. And so we were, we had a babysitter. Her name was Charlotte. And I must have been five or six. And we were sitting in the living room. And my brother jumped up and said that his doorknob of his bedroom was turning. And we're like, what? And he said, my doorknob was just turning. There's somebody in my bedroom. And we're like, all right. So he goes, no, there's somebody in my bedroom. So he goes charging down the hall. Yeah, my brother, Russie. So if I was five or six, he was seven or eight. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's older than you. Yeah, he's, he's my older brother. So... He went, we all went charging down the hall, and the babysitter went with us. And he opened up the bedroom door, and his window was wide open. And mm. he looked out the window, and there was a guy running down the alley. Oh, my God. Yeah. God. So, but it's one of those things how, you know how when something happens, you're like, oh, yeah, that, like, he wasn't really in our no. house. Like, <laughs> that didn't happen. Like, you know. You've almost been killed so many times. Well, well, we just had. You're like the just, Lori with nine lives. Well, we, and we just had a weird life, right? Like, yeah. you know, we yeah. had. Well, you, it, had in, you had endured trauma that was yeah. much worse than yeah. someone maybe having you know, been in your like house. We were living in a commune and we were living in the desert. And, you know, so, you know, life was weird for us anyway, yeah. right? I think this was actually before my mom took us out to the desert. But. You know, it just was this weird thing, right? And and I'm <laughs> so like so terrified. And I'm like, oh, that yeah. didn't really happen. But what's so weird is while I say that didn't really happen, all of my life I can still vividly picture running down the hallway and him going through the bedroom door and the window being wide open. And I remember I remember oh, how it crazy. felt in the room because it was hot outside. You know, I don't I guess maybe we had air conditioning so the windows were all uh-huh, closed, uh-huh. but I remember the, the, you know, the, and I remember the curtains blowing because the window was open. And Crazy. I still remember that. Yeah. But I don't know if it was, if somebody was in there or not, right? We didn't know. I mean, they probably were. Did you yeah. ever talk to Russ about it after? Um, You know, I don't know because we probably did when we were younger. But then, you know, we, I mean, I was only a few days before I was 13 when my dad was killed and we, you know, mm-hmm. we then were moved to live with an aunt and then they went to live with an yeah. uncle and you know so we never had really had a normal adult right. you know life where you talk where you're you like, reminisce oh my God, remember when yeah. that thing happened yeah we yeah. never had a, a normal adult right. life where you reminisce about your childhood or and when we did it was always really painful so we yeah. didn't right you know the little bit of talking that you we never did processed that stuff. ended up badly right yeah. so right. yeah because you couldn't revisit anything without a it lot going of pain, dark right becoming, so, yeah yeah yeah. Anyway, it's funny but, that you bring yeah. up um, like a memory that you're not sure if it's uh, yeah. necessarily. You don't know if accurate. you made it up or yeah. Because yeah. I have one of those involving an intruder that you triggered. Um, so my home in Florida, where I grew up, it's like two acres mm-hmm. and it's all um, fenced in. So it's like a big fence with a gate. Um, and oh, nice. because my dad owned a storage facility, so you know people could come and go if they had the combination. Mm-hmm. So whatever. it's secure. Yeah, totally secure. And um, I have this memory 
of looking outside at and and our driveway was really long so the you know the gate started at the entrance to the two acres and then our house was set all the way back at the end of it so you had to go down this pretty long driveway to get to it Mm -hmm. and it was all you know open there weren't like trees in the middle of it it was a storage facility and we lived on it so you know you could see everywhere right and I remember I have this memory of looking down the driveway at night and seeing someone standing at the gate which was locked with a you know a master lock combination lock seeing someone down there with a chainsaw <gasps> trying to saw oh open God. the gate oh my and God. when i think which about it logically because people trying to get into storage facilities right. trying to steal all the shit but, yeah. mm-hmm. but like if he had a chainsaw i'm pretty sure he would have been able to like you know get in and i have no memory Maybe. of someone coming in but but it depends on how good the blade was how thick sure, the lock was true right? mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's funny. I don't remember kind of like you were saying about um, Melanie was her name with the, the babysitting. Yeah, yeah. Like, like what happened? I don't after? remember anything. Yeah. After I just yeah. have I this the memory of feeling scared yeah. and like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. this isn't good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know if it's a real one or if it's something well, that I, yeah, thing, I don't know. Right? Or if it was like a nightmare or something. Yeah. yeah and you know, know how you when you, you know, when you get older, you think, OK, well, mixed with real trauma, because, you know, we all everybody right and it's funny i remember you know people saying oh my god you know you had so much well no because everybody's frame of reference is based on whatever trauma they had right your worst right. day is your True. worst day yeah exactly yeah. so it's the same for everybody whether you had 65 of those days or you had one of those days right right but, but um but you don't know if your life was just so messed up that you made stuff up in your head too you know what i mean right like, you yeah. know or people said things and you just Ad- adopted, adopted it, internalized it, right? it. yeah yeah, like, yeah so you just mm-hmm. don't know and then you think well you know i don't want to add you know because i've already got so many real stories that were really bad that were real yeah i don't want right. to add something to it that wasn't real you know what i mean mm-hmm. so, right no yeah it's, totally it's, sorry yeah. to be the bearer of bad news but the golden state killer did try to yeah <laughs> <laughs> well and you know here's the funny thing as we're sitting here talking i'm thinking to myself doesn't Gerilyn Ger- listen to your podcast? Doesn't she love it? Oh, yeah. So that's my brother's oh, yeah. wife today. <gasps> and oh. what I would say to her is... You're welcome for keeping him safe. I'm well, what I, was gonna, <laughs> what I would say to her today is you need to know that this is the boy that I would have shot through the door to protect, oh. right? Because yeah. he was so loved, right? Yeah, like, your yeah. mama bear to him. Oh, I loved him more than myself right like Mm -hmm. I loved him so very much right so you know Gerilyn if you're listening (laughs) you married a good guy (laughs) you married a good guy yeah Gerilyn is a a great fan her and a super fan thank you and we sent them stickers and they posted photos (laughs) oh okay yes okay I know what we're talking Uh about now flat flat iron so (laughs) yeah oh yes as soon as you tell me their Instagram handles I'm like oh yes I know you're talking about Mm-hmm. He's a good man. He's a very oh, good man. Yeah. Good thing Does he have any recollection? Him. Yeah. No, oh, he, he wouldn't have because he was sleeping. Thing. You know, wow. but he, you know, we should ask Gerilyn to ask him because maybe yeah. he remembers like the being aftermath. up with the cops. Yeah. And then yeah. sleeping right. in our, in, because my mom and myself and he all slept in the same bed for at least yeah. a week. Right. Smart. And I had the gun I under my pillow. Moved. Right. Like, well, I mean, yeah. but you just think, well, he's not coming back. Right. I think we, I think we maybe even added another deadbolt to the door. But the problem was, it wasn't that he got in through a locked door, right? Yeah. The door was open, right? Door was right. unlocked. 
but I, like, my anxiety would have been like he's definitely coming back he's definitely coming back I'm the one he wants he's gonna come back <laughs> yeah I don't remember how we got over that fear the firearm right? under your right. pillow probably yeah helped. probably probably <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that when I got got married and moved to Canada, and I couldn't bring it with me. So, <laughs> I've always wondered about sleeping with a gun under the pillow because that Cause my like, anxiety would, would tell me about terrified? that. I would, yeah, all it's night gonna I'd go off. Like, I'm gonna shoot. I hope I don't yeah. accidentally. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, and but I'm a know, major I turner think, when I sleep. Me too. But I think I the difference so is no. I think when that gun gives you that sense of security. You don't think of it in the other way, right? Are we like yeah. a pro-gun podcast now? This well, took a turn. No, because I don't. Sponsored we, by the no. NRA. When you, when, yeah, when you guys were born. Smith and Wesson. When you guys were born, your dad got rid of the rifles and the hunting guns that he had, right? Uh-huh. Like, there's no way we have that in the house. But. Well, because statistically speaking, and I hate to put a yeah, damper on your self-defense to, narrative, yeah. but if you have a gun... In your house, you're exponentially more likely to die by. <laughs> well, speaking gun. on the other side, I grew uh-huh. up with guns, and my yes. dad hunted, and I mean, mm-hmm. I've shot guns many times. So we did had, like, I. A shooting mm-hmm. range in our yard, um, and so I've all you have I grew a very up healthy respect and understanding of it. Yeah, all. I mean, I was taught from a young age about the safety and about yeah. you know like yeah. the safety yeah. on the gun and about not That's why this I got is a not gun a for my 12th birthday yeah yeah and i mean even now like my dad he sleeps with a gun like he's got a pretty um intense bed like it's got like a big headboard that you can put books on and stuff and he sleeps with a gun above it because he lives alone mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. he's again he's on this yeah. Yeah. facility yeah well and um, he's a responsible and so even, gun owner and he totally knows what he's doing you know like, right he's not but I, even now if i go home and i walk past it i'm not scared of it but i have this like that is respect a, yeah. that is a weapon it is but, a tool and yes. i i know how to behave around it but if you Went home with a grandchild and had a small child yeah, there. Yeah, who doesn't know? And, sure. Yeah, and he had a gun that was ac- accessible. No, he yeah. never would. But he's a, he was a responsible right. gunner, so he wouldn't. Right? Yeah, like, well, we had a, I mean, he's got a out. big gun safe, and yeah, for sure. No, but, yeah. the, uh, but, but our conversation always was, okay, so you've got a gun, and it's locked away in a gun safe, and somebody comes in your bedroom door... You're not right. able to even get to that yeah. gun. Yeah. Right. So most oh, people. Like, so if people are Jim Jeffries' whole thing where he's like, if you are keeping well, it locked away, it's no fucking good to exactly. you when you need So it. people who are <laughs> keeping it because they think somebody's going to come in their house, they're not keeping it in a locked gun safe. They're keeping it right, right. next to themselves. No, so the difference you know, is like on a nightstand. You'd have to lock your door so the grandkids can't. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean. Well, he so, does so that anyway. <laughs> Yeah. He goes and takes a shower and locks the door and brings the gun in. I mean, we we were brought up. Well, it's so funny. My remember my Facebook photo. I was five or six years old and I'm holding a pistol. Right. Like, you know, we were out in the desert shooting. Right. The funny thing is, is if you zoom out of the photo, my brother's holding a rifle. It's so terrifying. He's, he's like a year it's or terrifying. two years older than I'll send me. It to you. But oh my, my gun is pointed right at him. Oh, well, but this like, is one of the oh episode my God. photos. Like, my gun's pointed right at him. Right? This will be one of the, oh one of the photos on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you should be It's like kind an of intro funny to Lori, also, like, this photo. More spookiness to follow. You know, what were we doing? Right? But, yeah. Your dad was Wild West, man. yet. Hey, when we lived out on the ranch when I was twelve years old, I could outshoot any guy there. I could oh yeah, any little Annie Oakley. Hands, I was say Annie Oakley. That's what my dad always called me, right? Because <laughs> I could outshoot anybody, right? I had a name that was amazing. But now yeah. I think, oh my lord, God, what will we do with all this guy? 
<laughs> God knows where did I toss that gun when I went in at night, right? Like, right, you know, I right. always had it in my holster as I was out riding my ATC. I didn't come in and lock it in a gun safe. I'd right, probably put right. It on the other you bed, are actually right? lucky you're not a statistic in this country. I was <laughs> probably sitting on the edge for of many bed, reasons. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Golden State Killer victim. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna even get. I'm gonna make you a T-shirt that says yeah. "I survived the Golden State Killer." <laughs> I'm lucky. I'm not a stati- almost a statistic. That's what yeah, I'm exactly. <laughs> <sighs> well, Lacey. Uh, well, this has been enlightening and terrifying and. <laughs> Everyone should yeah, learn like, something from us tonight. Lock your Pick a nugget, doors. Learn from it. Yeah. Lock your doors and lock your guns. <laughs> and keep a baseball bat in the house. 100%. Yeah. Yes, exactly. If you are you a go. female by yeah. yourself, you need to have something. Or if something. you're, or if you're a, a gentle fellow. Yeah, or a gentle yeah. fellow, yes. You're a female or you're Lisa's exactly. old boss from Subway who's very short. <laughs> you are not too cool for me. No. <laughs> You're not too cool to have adequate self-defense because you are very physically small. Or better than anything because, hey, Haley's dad is six foot four. He's a big guy. If somebody came in our house at night and we awoke to somebody standing above us, what in the hell is he going to do? Lock your doors and have an alarm system. Lock your doors and have a system, period. Yeah. Right? Smart. At Whenever I think of having to and use t- a baseball And don't announce bat. Your, where you live on a podcast. Either. Right. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. When door. I think about having to use a baseball bat, like, against an intruder, I'm like, how, like, I'd step out and he'd have a gun and I'd have a baseball bat and, like, exactly. I have no arm strength. And, like, yeah. how is this going to go down? It's not going to be mm. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, yeah. Matt yeah. It's not going to end well. Just get a flamethrower. Oh, my God. Just like in... Um, Once Upon a Time uh, in Hollywood. What's that movie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I loved that movie. It was so, it's such, so That was good. such a good movie. It's what that I wish happened. was a good so movie. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We should all just get flamethrowers and yeah, kill all the bad guys. Kill all the Charlie Love Mansons. It. <laughs> Love it. Goodbye, Charlie. <laughs> if only. And the Golden State Killers. Goodbye, Chance. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's what we got well, it was fun. well, this has been great. Thanks well, for joining us, Laura. Oh, thanks, thanks for, for having me. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> we both finished our wine, so I guess we know it's time for the episode yep. to be over. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a good sign. Wine's empty. Wine's empty and Dad's downstairs. He's usually refilling <laughs> for us, but clearly he's avoiding, avoiding what's going on up here. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear the stories he knows we're telling. Yeah. No, no, he does not. No, he we have not. no treats this week because the treat was the wine. And this, you yeah. know, this is kind of like spooky hour company. where we don't go by the... Do you, you have know, a good thing? Formula. Though? Oh, a good thing. Um, well, yes, I do. So this episode will come out Friday, which means that two days ago our house went on the market. Come buy this bitch's Come house. Buy so my, but I'm not gonna money. tell you the address. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no. But no. uh it is for sale and someone will buy it and please don't go looking for it online. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cute though. And if you saw it you'd be like, "Oh my god, it's she really did such a good job." Yep. Yeah. So cute. It's amazing Thank what they did. What you Exciting. did. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to see Thank the photos. Thank you. Yeah, they did a really good job. Yeah, you'll see on Wednesday when it goes up. Crazy. Um, but yeah, that's my one good thing and um we were able to move you know we have got a 1973 dodge tradesman camper van that is very temperamental we haven't started it in a while yeah booger and um we got her to start and we moved her to our friend's place doug and aaron who let us park it there so it's not in the you know in the view of everyone for the open house and oh good she got everything clean and yeah so um it's good we're uh 
How We're exciting. Trucking along, you know? Yeah. Exciting what about you? you? What's your one Sucks good thing? Balls for me. What's my good I know, I'm thing? Sorry. My good thing is that. Oh, man. It's taking you a long time to think of a good thing. I'm just thinking about, like, <laughs> I want to see my mac and cheese tattoo, but I think that was my good thing last week. We did week. it. <laughs> it's been my good thing twice. You're right next to your mama. <laughs> um, my good thing is that the stars aligned very nicely for me so that Russell's midwinter break happened to be a week that Matt was going to be gone yes. for work all week. So I didn't feel yes. guilty being yes. like, I need childcare. I'm going to Canada. Because if he were at home and it was midwinter break, yeah. I'd be like, okay, but I need childcare during the day so I can work my job. Yeah. And he would be like, right. oh, a week is so long to be gone from my beautiful child. But so, yeah, this actually works out really nicely. This works out real well. Yeah, that I was able to come here, be with my fam. I love My that. mom made me stir fry for dinner. It was delicious. <laughs> That's lovely. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Mm-hmm. Can I say Lori, what's thing? your yeah, one good thing? Okay. Yeah. I have, I have two good things. <gasps> Number oh, one is she's that, a special guest, so she's allowed to have one, two. One is that I'm sitting here with <laughs> I Mary, guess. Aww. Which is so great, right? Like, you know, it's hard when you don't live close it's to same my daughters. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, COVID we're so balls. fortunate that we have the borders starting to open up yeah, and yeah. you could come. Yes. And mm-hmm. It's getting easier. So that's mm-hmm. totally. absolutely a good thing. So mm-hmm. Russ is here and you guys are here all week. And my second good thing is that you brought Nellie. So we have a dog Aww. in the house. <laughs> she's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, she's crazy. She's been crazy since but, she got so here because she's so excited. But this but is her first so, time. Yeah, She's an international traveler now. And it's so neat to see Stella's toys. Yeah. Oh, right on cue. There she is. Oh, here she is right here. Hi. It's so neat to see Stella's Nelly. toys coming out of her basket. Aww. and you know she's sniffing all of Stella's spots the treats out of her thing and so it's it's really nice she's bringing some some positive have you has it has it kind of opened you up to maybe bringing one in another one in or are you not ready for that here's what we say yeah we're still mourning for sure like we're still mourning you know crying I mean I'm still mourning for Lily exactly you get it and and for sure yeah we will absolutely rescue another dog a dog probably a senior because people don't want them and you know we have the ability to care for them but right now we just want a little bit of time to now that we can travel hopefully this year we want a little bit of time to be footloose and fancy free Mm -hmm. and be able to go not be beholden to a yeah and then i think after that maybe early next year we would look at oh i love rescuing another Mm -hmm. dog Mm because oh boy Haley keeps showing me dogs that need to be rescued. <laughs> you know, I know. <laughs> and, you know, I, I want every one of them. So, I yeah. know. You yeah. could have, like, I a dog know. sanctuary here. And you could I have, like, could. 15 pit bulls. I could. Yes. <gasps> you would be in heaven. And when I'm not ready to travel all the time, I probably Once you're will. geriatric. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, so thanks much. for joining us. And thanks for having me. Will you come back again? <laughs> oh, we have yes, because I want to tell this the bitch has some stories. crazy stories. Oh. Yeah, well, and stay yeah. tuned. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, yeah, the so, premonition yeah. one is really good. Yeah, that's yeah. a good. You one. have two premonitions. Yeah, oh, and we need have, to yeah, we couple. need to have a, a um a reincarnation story or episode too because you've got some about yes, that with lives. little Miss Haley. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so tune in, folks. Really crazy stories from when she was little. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Cool. Well, let's do it again sometime. Let's do it. Should we let Lori say one of the lines? (gasps) Yes. Remember to keep it spooky. And make it sweet. Happy Happy haunting!